This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. beautiful cozy babes and welcome back to the cozy babes club i am your host chloe taylor and today my friends we are going to be talking about resets because let me just tell you i feel like when combing through my analytics and like getting inspiration asking myself what i thought y'all might want to hear at the end of a month uh my reset episodes are some of my most popular on my podcasting platform like i want to say my number one episode is one about doing a reset and one of my more recent episodes where we did a fall reset it like is in my top five I feel like that's just like unheard of because I have you know 160 episodes like having one that I recently did just blast off like that um I feel like y'all just really like resets and a couple of you actually asked in the comment section on Spotify for more reset content. So um, I'm here to give you a new month reset because we did the autumn reset where we kind of took stock of like a lot, did a lot of bigger things, made vision boards, etc. cetera. Uh, and so now I want to take you through like kind of how to check in with that and what you can do before we get into this brand new month of November, which is in just a few days. But of course, as always, before we jump into it, I want to take a moment to do a little catch up with you, have a little, have a little chat with my girly pops and, you know, just chill. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. I have tried to film or record rather this episode multiple times and my energy yesterday was just not having it. I was like, you know what? We're just going to come back to this tomorrow, which is now today for me. And I still feel like a little low energy today. I think ultimately part of it is my fault. Uh, I did not necessarily get the best sleep last night because I decided to crack a couple cold ones with my spouse. And I always find that even if it's just like two drinks, like I had a couple of ciders my body just kind of can't anymore. Like my body just kind of can't anymore. And it ruins my quality of sleep. I don't feel very good when I decide to make choices like that. And I'm not here to demonize alcohol to you. I think again, responsible drinking is fine, but I'm genuinely at a place in my life where I am questioning whether I'm just going to give up alcohol altogether because I just see directly how much it impacts my ability to function the following day, even if I'm drinking a small, inconsequential amount. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I had Jupiter running through, no, not Jupiter. It was the, yeah, no, it was Jupiter. I had Jupiter running through my fifth house of like partying, dating, and fun times. And I've mentioned it before on the podcast that I feel like a big part of 
my mental health that wasn't good in 2021 and parts of 2022 specifically, it was like really bad during that time. I do feel like I used alcohol to cope a lot. And though I would not say that I was an alcoholic, I do feel like I dealt with alcohol abuse at the time. And I feel like I have a very healthy relationship with alcohol now. I do not drink consistently all the time and it's actually quite rare, but knowing all of that, going through all of that, I just can't literally cannot drink the way that I used to. Like I always have told myself like, Oh, four drinks is fine. Four cocktails is fine. I didn't even have four last night, but I don't even think I can have two, like not because I'm so like drunk or anything either. I just feel like it genuinely disturbs my quality of life the next day. And it's one thing if I didn't have to work maybe, but because I knew I was going to be recording today, I just wish I'd made better choices, but you know, I chose not to, and that's okay. You know, I feel like this is honestly pretty normal. I feel like some of y'all probably have made this same choice and it's all right but I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to be here to record. I'm still going to be here to make content and talk about something that I'm really passionate about. So I just wanted to say that in the beginning of the episode that I feel like today my energy maybe isn't as spicy as it normally is because I'm a little tired. I'm a little sleepy. It's a you know, cold and gray outside today. And I know that that's pretty typical. Like where I live, we are in the colder grayer months now, and I probably won't see a ton of sun for the next several months. That's just normal for Washington States. Uh, so I don't think that my energy is always going to be low because of that. I think the rain really like inspires me, gets me feeling some type of way, but right now there's no rain. It's just cold and gray. (laughs) So I think that's like adding to it. But, uh, the main thing I wanted to play catch up with outside of telling you about my energy is that, you know what I realized, and this isn't going to hit for everyone because I know every single one of you is like a different age across the board. Uh, I, I will say, I think most of my audience looking at the demographics and everything and looking at the statistics, most of y'all are in your late twenties, early thirties, or like getting into your forties. And I'm 32. I've mentioned this before, 32 year old lady. Um, I'm 32, but I recently have recognized something and I I don't know if I'm just like first to catch wind of this. I don't know if everybody else was already aware. Um, Main character energy is not made for the 30 somethings. We don't have that niche. That is for the 20 somethings. At least that's how it feels. Um, And I say that because When I go to look, this is like what kind of tipped me off, okay? Yesterday, I was having a date with my husband in a town kind of away from where we live. Like, we have to travel to go there. Um, I took a picture there too. It's on my Instagram. It's very cute. We have to travel quite a ways to go there. But it's a town that we really like visiting. It's a cute little town. But going there... um. I was like living my main character life, right? I was, I, my husband and I both had our AirPods on, our AirPod Maxes on, and like obviously smartly. If you didn't know, AirPod Maxes, I talked about this in my last episode, but they like, they have a button feature that allows you to hear what's going on around you or you cannot. So anytime we were walking or doing something that could have been like, you know, somebody could have stopped us or a car was nearby. Like we always had that function turned off. We weren't just like blocking out the world and being stupid while we're outside. Um, but we were, we had those with us while we were using like public transit and such. And 
so I would like blast music. I wanted to blast like main character energy music. And so I was on Spotify looking for main character energy music for myself. And you know what I realized? Most of the playlists are made with like new music or made for 20 somethings where like, it's like the music that they graduated high school with. And this episode is not, not for y'all 20 somethings. Honestly, I love that you're here. I love that you listen to me. I think that's fantastic. I really try not to subscribe to the idea of ageism. It really bothers me, especially because I remember being 20 something and constantly getting told that I didn't understand things. And it just like, it wasn't helpful. It wasn't a proper way to guide a younger generation. And that shit used to actually really like, when I think about it, I get mad that like, I literally had Gen X and boomers looking at me and being like, you're just too young. You don't understand. Like how fucking, like it makes me so mad. How fucking infuriating. I promise never to do that to you, Gen Z or Gen Alpha or Beta. Anybody that comes after that, I will never speak to you like that. Because I think truly, if you are an elder of another generation, you're here to guide them. You're not here to tell them that they don't know what they're talking about. Um... That is just my personal take. Even if I were to ever have children, I'm not here necessarily to be their best friend or to be their like oppressor. I'm here to be their guide. And I think a lot of parents specifically lose sight of that. And it makes me really mad. Not every parent, obviously. And there are lots of boomers out there that are very guiding forces. And there are lots of Gen Xers that are very guiding forces. But it's like, it's the people that aren't that really trigger the shit out of me. (laughs) But... I bring this up because I know that I'm kind of going to talk a little bit about age groups today, and I don't want this to come across like I'm trying to participate in ageism. In fact, my point to making or talking about this just in the beginning as a little bit of catch up is to kind of evolve and open the conversation a little bit more, because this is something that in the future I would like to make some content on or some episodes on, because it's something that I just see as an issue. So I'm looking for main character music, right? And I'm noticing that nothing is really made for me. I was like, oh, this is all like Megan the Stallion and it's Beyonce. Like, don't get me wrong. Single ladies, totally my era. But a lot of it is like stuff that missed me because it just wasn't, it wasn't my 20s music, right? That to me is what my main character energy music is. Not to say that you can't listen to today's music and feel like the main character you can, but I just feel like the music is not geared for me. When I think about being my main character self, I want to hear music from chick flicks in the early 2000s. Like I want to hear Perfect Day by Hoku. I want to hear, um, I want to hear Perfect Day by Hoku. I want to hear What the Hell by Avril Lavigne. I want to hear Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. I want to hear Genie in a Bottle and Poker Face and Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Like I want to hear music that, to me in that time period would have made me feel like a main character and they have those there is actually a playlist that I found that's called main character in a 2000s movie but it's not just titled like your main character energy or like main character energy for 30 somethings or you know and then I started to think about this a little bit more and I was like yo why is it that we treat people that are in their late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, like they're the only people that are allowed to be the main character, especially women. I feel like we don't let women age in society and it's very depressing, but we don't let 30 somethings feel like they're the main character. We don't give that to them. They're too old. They're, they're boring now. 
And I feel like if you listen to a lot of mainstream media, that also happens. Like with the media tries to separate millennials from Gen Z and I'm not having it. I'm frankly not having it. It's not because I think that I need to stay youthful and young forever. I think that I'm, again, there's no divide. I'm here to be a guide. I'm here to assist. I'm here to help. I mean, I, if somebody that was younger than me came to me and wanted advice, wanted to feel themselves more, feel more empowered, feel like a main character. I would hope they would feel safe enough to come to me to talk to me about that. Not me being like, well, you're just too young to get that, you know? So anyways, I think this is a larger problem that really struck a chord with me. And I was like, why? Because I'm in my early 30s, am I not allowed to be the main character? And why is somebody in their 70s not allowed to be the main character? And why do we make it only really young people are allowed to have this? And the thing is, like, this also hurts you too if you are in your 20s because eventually you're going to be in your 30s and your 70s too and you're going to have the same problem. And so first and foremost, I don't know when because I don't know exactly what I want to put together, but I want to make some content around like making your 30s your main character arc and then making your 40s your main character arc and your 50s and your 60s. Like I want to carry that with me as I move forward. And it's not about I need to stay relevant. It's not about I need to stay young. It's that this should be for everyone. It shouldn't discriminate against age. It shouldn't discriminate on how you look. It should be something that everybody is allowed to feel that level of self-empowerment. And I just feel like, like if I looked right now, let's see, main character in your 70s. Let's see. So if I search that, I do love that the first song that comes up is You're So Vain by Carly Simon, which is a great, excellent main character uh, vibe. But literally this playlist doesn't exist. There is no being the main character in your 70s. And maybe people in their 70s just like aren't concerned with this. But it makes me so sad. All of it is like... It's all like new music, not people's niche. And I don't know, like I said, I think it starts with the music for me, but it's such a bigger problem. It's such a bigger, like, okay, <laughs> something else I want to bring up with this is I feel the same way about TV shows. Don't you notice how when you go to watch a series, there are all these TV shows that are geared towards a younger audience, okay? They are geared towards the 20-somethings. And it's all what I like to call like the teen pop trash. I love it. This is not an insult. I love my teen pop trash, okay? Some of my favorite shows. My favorite show of all time is probably Gossip Girl. That was my era, right? I was around that age when that show was airing. And I've rewatched that show numerous times in my adult life because it was so nostalgic for me. Uh, but now... If you look at what is being produced, there are shows that are made for that age group. But then if you get to TV shows that are geared towards your midlife, it's all like really intense. Like, I feel like most of the shows are very intense and very like, it's, it's like you're watching HBO shows or Showtime shows that are very serious, very intense, very heavy topics, or you have to go to like a younger subset of shows in order to watch something that is of quality. Like there's no, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's either you're in a really serious category or 
the shows feel like they don't resonate with you because they're not made for you. Like, I just feel like when you're in your 30s and 40s, shit is not made for us. And then the older you get, shit is not made for you. And I just really hate that. I just really hate that. I think that we need more for everyone. And I think we should let people age, but I also think that we should be more inclusive across the board. And again, I don't think it's because in my seventies, I still need to be the main character and I need to be so relevant. It's that I feel like main character energy to me is about self-empowerment. And I don't think that we should exclude older people. I don't think that we should exclude people in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, hundreds, like bitch, I'm going to live to be 220. So we got a long way to go. Um, but that's an inside joke, by the way, with my husband, we're going to live to be 220, but I just feel like it just, I don't know that it was just really bothersome to me when I noticed this and mark my words, I'm going to make some playlists. Like I'm on Spotify. I have not made these playlists yet, but I will, especially because being raised by boomers, they had me when they were like 40 and my oldest sibling could literally be my parent. He's 19 years older than me. Um, having all of this, like basically multiple generations in one family, I have music from the 1950s forward. So I feel like I could make these, I could make these playlists, but I want main character energy in your seventies. I want main character energy in your fifties, forties, thirties. And I just don't really understand why we make main, you can only be a clean girl aesthetic main character energy if you're 20 something that just doesn't sit right with me. And I feel like, again, if you're 20 something and you're listening to this and stuff is being made for you, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you, but no, eventually you're going to be in your thirties and you're not going to have that if we don't start making it real. So just trying to safeguard a little bit. This is some shit that's been irritating me this week as I've noticed it. And I feel like we should just try to be for change on that because honestly, the, the things that we do to women in this society by making them feel like they can't ever age, I just, it makes me so sad. I don't get me wrong. I think that in some ways, because of that influence, Sometimes I'm afraid to age if I could just be so raw and honest. Sometimes I'm afraid to age because I feel like we have a society and a culture that doesn't let us. But at the same time, on the flip side of that, I think it's so beautiful to age. So anyways, those are just some like hot tub takes. That's what me and my husband would call that. It's a hot tub take. Those are takes we would only have in the hot tub. Uh, It's a hot tub take for you today that I feel like your main character is you're allowed to be the main character at any age. And I think that we should stop perpetuating this idea that you're only allowed to be the main character when you're in your late teens, early twenties, maybe mid twenties. Like that just, it's weird. And I also think that with this shift into all the Aquarius energy that we're experiencing as a collective, I personally believe that we are in the age of Aquarius. I know there's a lot of controversy around that. There's a lot of astrologers that don't believe we're in the age of Aquarius. I personally do. Um, I do feel like that we will be shifting into a more humanitarian way of culturally being during my lifetime. Um, At least that's like the hope, you know? I feel like all I can do is try to be optimistic there. But yeah, those are some things I was thinking about this week that I wanted to share with you. And I would love to hear your thoughts, especially if you're on Spotify in the comments. Also, one more thing before we move on. Y'all, I had no idea. If I did, then I like forgot. But I was looking at Spotify 
not even I was looking at Spotify, my like podcast on Spotify, because I personally I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Like that's where I get my podcasts. But I host with Spotify and I was just looking at like my own page. And y'all, we have such an insane amount of ratings on Spotify. Like y'all are really talking the Cozy Babes Club up. Um, let me actually pull this up right now. We had something crazy. Like I want to say, yeah, 466 ratings with a score of 4.9 as the average. That's amazing. Like even on Apple, like y'all people on Apple are meaner to me. Let me just tell you, it's the, it's that damn blue text message writing. I swear. Uh, I have a lower rating on Apple and way less ratings on Apple. So that was just crazy to me. I had no idea that so many of y'all listen to me on Spotify. So thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it. Helps us to get seen by more and more people. Uh, but let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. And then we're going to get into this new month reset. All right, y'all, now that I've ranted at you about being the main character at every age, uh, I want to talk about how we're going to do this new month reset. So if you're listening to this the day that it goes live, uh, this is going to be up on the 30th, tomorrow's Halloween, and then we have the first, the first of November. Okay, so this, this week we have a brand new month coming in. And I just kind of wanted to check in with you and do a little monthly reset. Now, I feel like this is an episode that I could almost do one of these every month because it shifts and change a little bit throughout the year. But I just want to check in with you and we're going to kind of go through some things that you can do to really set yourself up for success for the month coming in. So first and foremost, the number one thing I want you to do is check in with your vision. Okay. So whether you made a vision board, whether you set some goals for yourself this autumn, or if you're still looking back on like your new year's goals and reflecting from way earlier this year. And don't be ashamed if you didn't set any goals for yourself this year, this is your opportunity to do that. We still have November and December for this year. Honestly, even if it was the last week of December, you're still allowed to set goals for yourself at any point in time. But I do feel like something about the first of the month or around the first of the month just like hits a little different, you know, but you're going to check in with your vision. So y'all already know if you listen to my episode on being Delulu, uh, being Delulu is the Salulu. Most of my vision board actually came true. Um, I made a vision board and literally within like two to three weeks, it all came true. Uh, I think there was like a few minimal things that hadn't happened yet, but for the most part, everything happened that I put on that board. So, uh, checking in with that, I don't know how many of y'all follow me on Pinterest, but I do link it below in my show notes and my Pinterest. If many of you maybe have noticed, if you follow me, uh, that I have a winter 2023 board and basically it's replacing my autumn board. I haven't actually put the board together yet. Once I do, I will share it on my Instagram page. I will make sure that I put it in my manifestation highlight, which I do keep for y'all whenever something happens, if I'm able to capture the moment, uh, I try to do my best and then show you like the vision board versus reality. Uh, so I have like a whole highlight on my Instagram that goes over those things. It's something that I only started doing within the last few months. So there isn't too much on there, but I have told y'all before that when it comes to vision boards, I am a master motherfucking manifester. Like vision boards are my shit. I work really well with them. And I also think it's because I believe that they work, that they work. And like I said, if you 
um, want to know more about that, go back and listen to the episode we did on being Delulu. I talked all about that. Uh, but basically I just want you to check in with your vision for yourself. Where do you see your life going? And do you feel like anything on your current vision has happened? If it hasn't, this might be an opportunity to choose a new tactic. Maybe for you, vision boards are not the Salulu, okay? Maybe for you, it's going to be scripting. Maybe it's going to be spell casting of some kind. Maybe it's going to be visualizing. Maybe it's going to be practicing sats or self-concept work. There are so many opportunities that you can use to manifest. So... Uh, the ultimate thing is though, is just check in with your vision. See if there's things that you still want, has anything happened and kind of make adjustments if you need to. For myself, I know that winter does not start until like, gosh, what, December 21st where I live in the hemisphere that I'm in. It doesn't start until way later. But to me, once Halloween's over, it's winter, okay? It's winter. And then I feel like I celebrate spring a little early and before I'm supposed to as well. So winter actually is kind of long to me. Like I feel like because I start, I start celebrating autumn in August because especially where I live, the trees start changing really early. Literally, we get an early harvest here love that for me. I love living in a place that gets autumn in August. Honestly, even in some parts of July, uh, in like the back half of July, some trees start to change. So like we have a very, very early harvest here, but I feel like once Halloween is over, it's basically Yuletide season. It's Christmas season. So to me, that means I need to start bringing the winter vision to life. So I will be making a new board <laughs> completely. I will be putting some things that maybe haven't happened yet on this new vision board though. And kind of like, that's what I'll do is I'll transfer. Cause I do digital vision boarding. I just think it's easier. Uh, I use Canva mostly for that. I would encourage y'all to use Canva, not, not sponsored. I'm not paid to say that. Um, I just actually think it's a really good, uh, it's a really good online tool and there is a free version. I use the paid version because I use it for my business, but I want to say it's like eight. No, I think it, I can't remember if it's eight or $12 a month, but to be honest, worth every penny. If you're a digital creator, it's worth every penny. Um, it's something that I genuinely don't think I could do my business without it. I use it that consistently, but, um, I do all my vision board work on there because it allows you to also resize your vision board. So you could make a vision board and then resize it for your phone or resize it for your iPad or tablet. Um, all, all that good stuff. So I will actually be making a new vision board with all the pins that you see on my winter 2023 vision. If you look on my Pinterest, I don't know that I'll use every single image, but that's kind of like the mood board that I'm going with. Uh, and I've been adding to it as I've been going and I'll be adding like items that I actually want from my wish list for Christmas on there too, that aren't on my Pinterest. Not all of them are. So, um, I'll be working on that for winter. And to me, this vision board will carry me through November and December. It'll be like a two month vision. I work really well in shorter visions as well. Some people love like one big vision board for the year. I used to do that, but then I got so good at manifesting off my vision board that a year long vision board wouldn't work for me because I would manifest everything within the first like gosh, third of the year. And then I'd have to make a new one. So it works so well for me that I feel like that just doesn't even work for me. I have to do it in a shorter time period. Um, so typically I would say I do things like seasonally, but it's really kind of whenever I feel like it. So to me, I'm going to try to make this winter vision board go through at least February. 
Um, I make no promises on that. I feel like once Christmas or Yuletide is over, it's hard for me to be in that same spirit. But I am putting things on this board that will be happening as far as February that I'm like plotting and planning for. So um, I'm hoping it will last until at least February and then I'll do March, April, May and then we'll get June, July, August. And like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my vision boards don't go the full three months that a season would take. They're usually like two months. Sometimes I feel like my spring vision board and my winter vision board are longer for some reason. Anyways, beside the point, check in with your vision. It was point number one. Once you've kind of done that, rearrange some things if you need to, uh, Something that I'm going to recommend, though I respect if it's just not your vibe, don't do it. Uh, I'm going to recommend that you journal. Even if you buy yourself a journal or digital journal and you never use this journal, like you don't daily journal or you don't weekly journal, I would recommend checking in with yourself at least once per month, not only for your own records and being able to look back at what you were doing, what your experience was for the month, but also it's just like a good place to catalog and keep track of your dreams, desires, and goals. So I'm going to propose to you that you do a little bit of a journaling catch up to kind of get your month rolling and really just kind of instill what you hope is going to happen or what you would like to happen or what it is this winter. Like if you want to go on an ice skating date with a boo, like put that in there, you know, talk about how you'd like for that to happen or what your ideal Yuletide morning or Christmas morning, whatever it is that you celebrate would be like for you. What like things like that. Okay. So you're just, you know, cataloging things that you would like to happen. Maybe you even write in the things that have already happened for you since we did this earlier. If you have anything to catalog, I just always feel like journaling and putting things down. It gives you a record for reference for when you're like, like, I can't even tell you y'all cozy babes, how many times I have, I can't even tell you how many times I have written something down that I wanted, lost it, like lost the list, came back to the list, sometimes up to like 10 years later, this has happened, but sometimes three years, four years, five years, found the list and seen that I have everything on this list. So like, it's just nice to have because then you can go back and be like, oh, cool. You know, it just like, it helps to like reinstill your faith in yourself too. So I'm going to recommend that you do a little journaling session. It doesn't have to be long. You can literally set a timer for 10 minutes and then just stop at that. Uh, the next thing I'm going to ask that you do is choose three goals for your month. That if these goals actualized, it would be transformational for you. It would be something that would reinstill your faith in yourself, your belief in yourself. Three, like, I would say if you feel like three is too much between one and three. Okay. Uh, like for myself, one of my biggest goals for the month is to wake up early, which like not too bad. Like I feel like I've been getting up around like nine 30, 10 every day, which to me isn't late. You know, I don't have kids. I don't have a nine to five job. I make my own schedule. 10 o'clock is great. However, waking up around 10 o'clock every day in the winter where I live is not, it won't work for me. And y'all know this, if you've been long-term listeners, I've talked about this before. I deal with a little bit of seasonal depression in the winter. And if I sleep through the sunlight hours, I will become depressed. So for my own mental health, I have to be an early riser in the winter, whether I want to be or not. Like I have to get up when the sun rises because there are times during winter that we only see five to six hours of sunlight all day. 
And it's crazy because in the summer we have like such insanely long, 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 long sunny days and I can sleep in late and like be a little more chill. It does like I can sleep till noon in the summer if I want to. And I still have a whole day because the sun doesn't go down until like 11 PM in the summer. So Uh, but in the winter, it's the complete opposite. We get such short, 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 short days. And a lot of them are gray and cloudy and rainy. So we just don't get a lot of sun. And I have to be mindful of that for my mental health. So something I'm going to be working on the month of November is getting my schedule back to waking up with the sunrise, especially once we have daylight savings coming, which thank goodness Washington voted on getting rid of daylight savings. So eventually we're not going to have that anymore, but I don't know when that actually kicks in. So, um, but daylight savings is going to be coming and I just feel like it is, It is time for me to get back on my early rising girl shit. So that's going to be a goal for me. Um, And the other thing for me that I like a habit that I want to kind of keep going, a goal that I want to keep going with is keeping myself two weeks ahead of work at all times. That has been so beneficial for my mental health that I don't want to stop doing that. It's just been so amazing, so wonderful. I want to keep it. So Um, that's like, I only have two goals really for the month, but I feel like those are great goals. And then I would also have you pick one habit that would dramatically improve your life. And mine is so simple and basic this month, but I'm going to share it with you just to give you some ideas or an idea. I feel like I have not been a hydrated woman. Okay. I have not been a hydrated woman. I have been dehydrated as fuck. And this has been a problem for months. Like I don't even know how this happened. I don't know how I let this happen. I used to be the queen of like, oh yeah, I drink like a hundred ounces of water a day and I'm always hydrated because you have to remember I was born during the time frame when they drilled it into us in school that you had to have eight glasses of water a day to like be healthy. So I feel like tell me one millennial that doesn't have an emotional support water bottle. Okay. Every single one of us is crazy about our water bottles. And like, literally, if you're a millennial, look at your desk right now, bet you there's a water cup on it, like some kind of plastic or metal hydro flask, Stanley cup, Starbucks cup. There is something that has water in it on your desk because we all have emotional support water bottles because it was drilled into us that we needed eight glasses of water a day or we would die. So (laughs) that being said though, I don't know how I lost it. But I just have not been good at staying really hydrated. And I feel like it's a really big problem for me. So I currently I've been using the Starbucks like cups with straws. I want to say they're 24 ounces. I'm actually not sure how big these cups are, but my goal would be to have between three and four of these a day, which I think is pretty good. So um, that's kind of where, like, I'm just making sure that I'm refilling it every time I go to the kitchen or get up to pee or something. I'm like checking my water level and I'm getting more because I just feel like I've been dehydrated and I need to be better about that period pyramid. Okay. So that's like my one habit that I actually think would dramatically change my life. I know it's just water and maybe that's silly for some of y'all, but I think it would really help me. So, uh, but the reason I say one habit that would dramatically change your life is because, Like think about your future self and who you want to become and what habits does that version of yourself have? Is there something that you could easily integrate into your life that that version of you already does and has? Because if so, 
that will help you become that person a little bit more easier if you implement it over the next month. That's kind of like the goal behind that. So, um, and that kind of brings me to the next point is, is there anything you could be doing right now to bring you into your future self, bring you into that vision that you have for yourself? And if there is commit to that, I would say just one, don't choose more than one habit. Trust me on this one. Uh, trust me on this bestie. I feel like when you try to just change your life overnight and do like 600 things, it, it doesn't stick because you shock your system. You shock your system. You're not used to doing all these things and it makes it to where you can't stick with them or you don't want to stick with them. It makes it harder for you, bestie. So don't do that to yourself. Just choose one thing and stick with that throughout your month and prove to yourself that you can trust yourself and build rapport with yourself. And the next month you can add to it. Okay. And then, um, this last one, or it's not last, but this next one, I feel like it's going to be different for every person. So please no nuance Nellies in my chat. Okay. All y'all nuance Nellies just shush, shush because there is nuance to this, but any chores that you have been neglecting pencil in a day, this first week of the month, that you can get these things done. So I'm going to tell you right now, the two things Chloe Taylor has been neglecting is my laundry and not too bad. My laundry is not like the worst it's ever been. I actually have like a decent handle on it, but it's going to be my laundry for me. And it's going to be my kitchen, my kitchen. And like, not even just like the dishes or the floors or the counters. Cause like my fridge is really clean, which is good, but I feel like I've just been not, I've been horrible. In fact, like the worst I think I've ever been about cooking for myself. And this is so weird for me because I'm a Taurus. I love to cook. Cooking is such a passion of mine. I, I feel like, I don't know if it was like North node being in Taurus. I have no idea what happened. Okay. But I feel like over the last like year, I have just like lost my passion for cooking, like completely lost it. And I used to be somebody that always wanted to cook, loved cooking, would get really excited about meal planning, would love to go to the grocery store. I don't know what the fuck happened, bestie, but I have lost it. And I'm just like not excited to be in the kitchen. It makes me mad that I have to eat like, and I'm not, trust me, I'm not starving myself. Girl, I have been through eating disorders on every end of the spectrum. We talk about it all the time on the podcast, but it's not that I feel like I have any kind of eating disorder because I still definitely eat, but I feel like I just reach for like the worst fucking food. Like I will reach for packaged food as often as I can because I'm just bored and I don't want to cook. It like feels like it is too much energy for me to be expelling. And I've never experienced this in my life. Like I don't know how all y'all mamas do it that have full-time jobs and kids and still manage to get dinner on the table or fathers could be dads too. Um, I don't know how all y'all do it. I don't know how any of you do it because I feel like it's just me. I have a pretty casual, cushy job. I work between 15 to 20 hours a week, depending on how much I want to work. Like I can be a workaholic and work a lot more, but uh, lately I've been really strict on my boundaries with work and I've been working around 15 hours a week. And yet I still feel like I have no energy to cook. Like, I don't know how that happens, bestie. And I'm mentally, I feel really good. So it's not like, oh, my mental health is suffering and I don't want to cook. It's like, Every time I step into the kitchen, I am annoyed. I am so, maybe I need to fucking cleanse the kitchen. Maybe there is some shit in there. Maybe there is some stank ass energy in my kitchen. I actually hadn't considered that. And this is the first time I've thought about it. Maybe I need to cleanse my kitchen and like do something about that. But 
that's something I'm also manifesting is like returning to loving cooking again because I miss it. You know what else though? If I could be so like honest and raw about this for a second, and this is like a belief that I feel like I need to work on in the realm of manifestation, but like, I know somebody out there is going to relate to this. It's not just me, but I feel like with inflation, like it just, it makes me so mad that I want to cook a meal and sometimes cooking that one meal cost me like $60. And I'm just like, how does that happen? How on the goddess's green earth do I go to the grocery store because I want to make fucking lasagna? And now I just spent $60 making lasagna and I'm not even buying like the best ingredients. I'm buying like the cheapest store brand of everything. This just happened. That's why I know. But I just feel like I don't know how that keeps happening. And I feel like grocery shopping has just gotten insane. And to the point that I feel like I can't grocery shop. Like if I tried to do all my grocery shopping in one lump sum, frankly, I will, I will get to the place of being able to afford it. But right now I just can't fucking afford it. Uh, groceries are insane. And also like the places that I would like to go to buy groceries that I feel like have better discounts. I'm not close to any of them. I have to drive to get to where I would want to go. So anyways, that's just like an issue I've been having, but that's something I would like to change. And it's something that I feel like I've been neglecting. I've been neglecting, like if I could just meal prep breakfast for myself and like have a menu for dinner with some like simple grab and go lunches. Like for me, I do like Soylent. We're getting on a tangent right now. I'm sorry. We'll exit this conversation in a second, but I really like, and this is not sponsored. I love Soylent for lunch. They're like a protein shake that you can buy. And I want to say it equates to like a couple bucks per shake, which a couple bucks for lunch to me is fine. That's like cheaper than most things. So I drink Soylent a lot of the time for lunch because it's easy because I, when I'm in my creative process, I don't want to stop and think about food that annoys me. So, um, I'll just have a Soylent, like a banana or chocolate mint are like my two favorite flavors. But so like, that's easy for lunch. I can have like a grab and go, but I feel like if I could meal prep, like oats or something, like maybe do some overnight oats or something, and then at least have a menu for dinner with ingredients in my fridge every week. That would be so good. But I also feel like when I go to like figure out recipes I want to make, I'm just so bored. Like, I don't know, y'all. Maybe I just need to join one of those like meal kits and get re-inspired with cooking. But do any of y'all feel this way? I'm going to leave a poll about cooking down below specifically. And if any of y'all have any tips on like getting reacquainted with cooking or like getting back into your cooking girl era, I would really like to hear from you. Like, please give me some advice because I'm struggling. But that is something that like, I have really been neglecting that. And so I want to put that on my list before the first of the month to really suss this shit out. And if I figure it out, if I crack the code, I will do an episode on this, getting back in love with cooking and like getting into that cooking girl era, because it's something that I used to be so good at. Like every Sunday I would go grocery shopping and I would meal prep and I would like cut up vegetables ahead of time and put them into containers. And like, I was so fucking good at this stuff. And I feel like I've just lost it somewhere. So I would really love to hear from y'all that do this stuff on a weekly basis. What, what your tips and tricks are. Okay. 
Um, and then like the last two points I want to make for your reset, really, it's only one more point for the reset, but then I want to add something to the end of the episode. So we'll say that first, but, uh, a calendar refresh, obviously this is typical for a reset, you know, pull out your planner. If you have a whiteboard or, um, an actual planner, or you do digital planning, just do a calendar refresh, look at your calendar, change your color scheme up a little bit. Uh, if you have control over it, even if it's just like pen color choices, um, I have a whiteboard calendar that's like the command center for my house. I say it's the command center because my husband and I both use this calendar. It's in my office, but it's a calendar that like his work schedule goes on it. Our important dates go on it. Anything exciting that's coming up for the month goes on it. Uh, my work schedule is on it. So we both use it though. So we can kind of see what the other person is doing and it just kind of keeps our shit in order for the month. So I need to like wipe this down, create a November calendar And I also keep a planner with my own personal stuff. So I also go through and kind of do a refresh on that, what I'm going to be doing for the month, video ideas, things like that. So just get into a nice little calendar refresh, set your calendar up for the month ahead of time. And the last thing I want to mention that I feel like I should have put it in the catch up, but I forgot, but on the topic of food, girl, it is soup girl season. Do y'all realize unless you live where it's currently like, spring about to be summer. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's gazpacho season, but it is soup girl season. And I feel like that alone could get me back into the cooking because I do love soup. Soup is like one of my favorite foods, just any soup. I'm a fan of all soup. I love ramen. Ramen is probably one of my favorites. Um, I love ramen. I love udon based soups. I love bisques. I love chowders. I love chicken noodle soup is one of my like classic favorites. Um, what else? Like I just, I fucking love soup. Soup is baller. I love soup. Uh, and especially cause my husband like loves to make bread, like homemade. So I feel like we are just quite the pair. We will just get up into the kitchen. I'll be making soup. He'll be making bread and it's just a good time for everyone. So, um, I do feel like if you, I'm not just trying to make this a big ad for my Pinterest, like you can choose to not follow me. I don't care, but, um, I've been saving a lot of soup recipes lately. So if you want to see more of those, be sure that you follow me over there. Um, I, I want to make a board that's like recipes I've tried that I've loved and recipes that I've hated and just like kind of keep boards so y'all know what to make and what not to make. <laughs> and I still need to set up the blog on chloetaylor.com. Maybe I'll add that to my to-do list for today to bring it up with my husband because he does a lot of the tech work, the back-end tech work. Um, also, final note, and then we're going to head out of here. The Cozy Babes Club merch is ready. It's ready Uh, the only thing that has to be done is the webpage. So as soon as my husband has free time to help me out with that, we are going to launch the cozy babes club merch. Uh, we are just doing a sweater starting out that it has embroidery on the front print on the back, very simple design. It's black and white, uh, white writing, black design. We will be releasing a couple of color renditions. And then like, of course, as we get closer to like Christmas, there'll be even more color options. But uh, right now we're just going to do a launch of one piece. Eventually there will be more things, but this is kind of going to be my first, I don't know. I'm just like really excited for us. Like for you, cozy babe, you're going to have a cozy piece of merchandise that you're going to be able to get. So uh, it's coming genuinely. I would say expect it 
honestly, by the time this episode's out, it might already be up. So make sure you're checking the description or the show notes of this episode for links. It will be available on chloetaylor.com. So if you go to my website, you'll be able to find it. If it's available already, it might already be, but because I am ahead of schedule on recording these, but it's here, like it's happening. That's all we're waiting for. The merchandise is ready. So I'm really excited for you to get your hands on it. And I love you so much, Cozy Babe. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you're so ready to welcome November in with open arms. Uh, Let me know down below, especially on Spotify, if you can comment about cooking and don't forget to participate in the poll. And I love you so much. Don't forget to stay cozy and I will talk to you next week. Bye.